Steve Vines time. How are you doing? Uh, you, you, you'll live to regret that. Jolly good. I know you've got a list. A I little have. list. I've got a list. I come with a list. <laughs> things to do. My question is, um, my ten cents, is all the cereal busting in Ledgeco constructive or is it just getting really personal? Well, I, I, I think everybody's just fed up with everybody. I think it's they as simple as that. We've had enough. We've had enough. I mean, um, Cyril um, 689 or whatever his actual name is, apparently somebody learned, um, ha- has basically said, I'm having nothing to do with you. I hate you all. You're all horrible. And I'm not going to speak to you. And that's it. No. Yeah. And the Democrats are saying, oh, OK, then. <laughs> And we're, we're going to be horrible back to you again. We'll and just carry on talking. Yeah. With well, I mean, you know, I mean, there, there's this um, story going around that he's already told the central government that that he can't see any reason why legislators are last are, are allowed to ask questions because decisions have already How been made. They? How very dare they? Yeah. Um, so you know, I mean, it is it is getting ridiculous, and I think now it is actually it's highly entertaining, though. Well, yeah. But I I think it's now, I mean, it's now reached a point where um, he, he, uh, C.Y. Leung, is is deliberately seeking to provoke the Democrats. He's had enough, hasn't he? Because, A, he doesn't like them, but, B, there is actually a strategy there, which is that instead of people blaming him for the failures of his government, he's just going to turn around, and I don't even have to predict this because he's already doing it, and saying, well, you know, I'm trying to run things, but they're stopping me, and it's not fair. And the people of Hong and Kong I'm, will pay and the I'm price. And the people of Hong Kong will pay the price. I mean, you take the thing that there's a filibuster on at the moment, which is this technology bureau. We need that. Now, now as you know, if you've ever been out in Tin Soi Wai recently, yeah. and you'll bump into people they're who will say it. to you, and they will go... Do you know, I I don't know, we're going to go to the end of the week and there'll be no technology bureau. I have no idea how I'm going to survive. It now turns out, I mean, you know, you can't make this stuff up, (laughs) that the person he wants to put in charge of it is the son of Joseph Lau, who's the China um, estates guy who's wanted for crimes in Macau. So far, Uh, so good. So far, so good. Um, why does the son of a tycoon wanted for crimes in Macau need to be head of a technology bureau? Um, who knows? So there are legitimate questions to be asked. I mean, there are legitimate questions to be asked about what the hell the government thinks it's doing with technology. I mean, yeah, oh, what is oh, this? What I is keep this? forgetting. Oh, yes, there's that great success. Um, Cyberport. What happens? Cyberport. Did you know how Cyberport had catapulted Hong Kong into the 29th 90s. century, or to put it another way, 1984. It's a lovely uh, place. It's down a there. lovely place, <laughs> and there's a nice hotel there, and it's by the sea, and blah blah blah. What it has to do with technology, I don't know, other than the name. Then there's the famous science park, which has many, 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 many projects, and some of them are big projects, and some of them are small projects, and some of them are medium-sized projects, and there's going to be more projects. But when you actually get down to it, what Indeed, is it adding to the sum of anything? Um, if you go to the government website, you'll see great big lists. They are fabulous at doing lists. But it's, you know, it's a lot of noise amounting to nothing. Well, I'll tell you what, let's try and be fair. Be- before, we, before, we, before we get too stuck into the Emperor's new technology bureau... Yes. What, to your knowledge, what's it all about? <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, you know, uh, uh, and indeed, what, what is the logic here, full stop? Because if you look at the most successful um, 
centres of technological development in the world. None of them are the result of government planning. Silicon Valley, do you, do you, does anybody in their right mind think that somebody in Washington thought up a plan for Silicon Valley? No, it just didn't happen like that. It was a critical mass it was of a smart people. Paradigm shift, be, wasn't it? Gosh, I hope we don't have that here. We don't have that here, do we? What shift? Or paradigms. Plenty of shift. I can assure <laughs> Lots you. Lots of shifts. You look at Bangalore in 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 India. Yes. Again, that wasn't the result of some great master plan thought up in Delhi. It was a lot of Indian businessmen thinking, "Well, this is a quite nice place for us to set up business. We'll do it." So you know, the idea that somehow you need the government to tell you how to organise and promote technological development, in my view, is a bit of a non-starter. But even if you are going to do it, the idea that this technological bureau, which none of us have any real concept... Maybe it's just that we don't know, let's be fair. That's true. and Probably not. Probably not. And, you know, I mean, I think it's reasonable to have one of the tycoon sons running it because... Uh, oh, that's right, they run everything else, so why shouldn't they? Um, I'm sure this bloke has a computer. Gosh! He must be pretty hands-on. Pretty good. So that's all good. Yeah. I mean, you know. No, I just wish I understood it. Maybe it's just me being an, you know, but... It's your fault, actually, yes. I think so, too. Yes, yes. But, but, I mean, if you want a really bigger picture, um, and this is... I really uh, am annoyed about this. A really big picture of, of the sheer irresponsibility of this government. You can look at the carefully leaked plans for the budget later this month. Oh, yeah, which day is it on? It's the 26th, I think. I can't think. find it anywhere online. You can't I know find I'm going to have to sit I, here I, I, and fiddle on Facebook well, all morning. Yeah, oh, no, sorry, we... I've got it wrong. It's the 25th. It's well, 25th, I'm putting it in my apparently. calendar. Put it in your calendar. It's, it's, it's a big day for um, nobody. But, I mean, here you have um, carefully leaked, as, as they always are nowadays. I mean, the actual speech will be... A, a, and what's been carefully leaked is that this is going to be a budget with no strategy whatsoever a handout here a bribe there a political point made by saying we're going to give money to companies to compensate them for the terrible consequences of the occupation of of admiralty um incidentally one of the groups they're going to apparently give money to to compensate are, are retailers and uh, Oh, that's right. What happened during that period? Oh, retail sales went up. Ah, uh, listen, let's be, let's be fair here. I mean, we, we've got to be careful because we? a lot of people did get hurt. I'm not jumping on the bandwagon. Well, well, it I may, actually it, know some. No, no, it may well be. I'm, I'm never... Restaurants. The whole point about these things is there is always genuine problems in amongst the nonsense. Now, if you ran a restaurant very near to the site of the occupations. Yes, of course you would have suffered, unless you were KFC or somebody like that who did phenomenal business during that time. I'm not quite sure what they're going to be compensated for. Maybe that's for, um, you know, not managing to treble their business, merely doubling it, which I know is horrible. But as somebody who, who was at that area quite a lot, I can assure you that the fast food joints... Oh, yeah, well, wouldn't you? Certainly, that's where you go. No, no, but my point is they most certainly didn't lose materially. Yeah. But, but he wants to make the political point that this was an economic disaster, even though the figures don't support it, even though there isn't actually a mechanism for compensating the business community. Anyway, the whole thing is a nonsense. Mm. And what you see instead of a strategy for developing industries, if that's what you want to do, or maybe that really stupid thing which this government just doesn't do, helping the least 
able the 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 eldest the the most um the people with the most disability they will get one-off payments everything with this government is a one-off payment there a bribe here a big handout to people with lots of money etc mm-hmm. etc et this budget will be a disgrace and this is from a financial secretary who keeps telling us that we are heading for a financial crunch we've got to be careful with our money well mate if that's what you think why don't you plan a bit? Hmm. I was having a little chat with a friend online this morning and he said it's depressing to see how many street sleepers there are in the New Territories parks. Almost all of them old people, including women, not a peep from the neoliberal press, and they are invisible to the stats department because they don't have a <coughs> registered address. Well, And it's the New Territories. Well, it's the New Territories. Who's ever been there who, who it's occupies... Very sad, uh, very uh, sad. It's very sad. And, I mean, the real poverty of families in Hong Kong, the, these, these extraordinary statistics about how one-sixth of, one of the population, let's keep using that figure, yeah. live below the poverty line. As you say, a very high proportion of that one-sixth are old people. No strategy to give them a pension, no strategy for helping them in real ways, rather than these one-off payments. Well, let's scrap all this one-off nonsense and actually say... How are we going to concentratedly use public resources to help people who who desperately need that help? And if you look in the budget, I guarantee to you there is no strategy for it. You could wait until the 25th of May when he's actually going to stand up on his hind legs. But as ever, as I've said before, they've already leaked all the the headline um, proposals that are going to be in there. And not one of them. Right. Not one of them inspires confidence. I'm flapping around here trying to find how much money, let's suffice to say, squillions of dollars left over. What happens in other countries? I mean, one thing is some kind of universal pension scheme. Is, well, that's, that, is that such a ridiculous thing for Hong Kong? I, 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 I'm I don't... completely flabbergasted as to why it is. I mean, this is a highly developed... Um, it's, not, it's a post-industrialised society here. So if you can do it in, in, in more or less every country in Europe, etc etc i don't really see why you can't do that here why you can't devise a seat as a a, a proper system yeah and this is what really gets me for enhancing the educational opportunities of poor families because you know education 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 is the great route out of poverty (coughs) that doesn't exist there that's all one-off payments that's all discretionary schemes it's all a whole mass of things that make it very difficult for those families to get their children out of these dump schools into better schools and give them some kind of... There'll never be an absolute equal playing field, but some kind of equal playing field so that those with a bit of talent can, can develop it. So it really rankles that the big boys, after all of this, um, all these mantras about local beefing up the education, send all their kids overseas. I can see why people get really upset with that. But including the policymakers. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Is, well, well I, you, you, I thought you were talking just about the rich guys. No, I'm talking that, about. But, but the actual people who people make with policy titles. in the government. I mean, you know, it, it's like saying, I strongly recommend you to go to this shop. It's a really fabulous shop. Of course, I don't shop there myself, it's for other people, but I, it, it's really wonderful for you. I don't see how you can, in all. I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to come well, down one side or the way. other on if this you one. Were, you if want you, the best for your children. If you had an elected government, and I know this because I'm very familiar with elected government in Britain, and you you were the education you were in charge of education, right? And and you said, 
I have a fantastic plan for public schools. It's so good that my son and daughter are going off to a private one. You would be dead meat. You'd be mince meat. You wouldn't even be a hamburger. That's quite good, actually. <laughs> Don't sound so surprised. <laughs> but it's so true, though. It's so it, true, it, though. It, I mean, it's, it's, it's unconscionable. But if you can... These people will not actually send their own children to, to schools and universities that they decree are perfectly adequate for everybody else. Mm. I mean, you want to do the best thing for your children you possibly can, and it's amazing that there's this unspoken thing here that education overseas is better. That's it. Yes, yes. But, but uh, we're not admitting it. Well, you know, and, and, and I mean, the, what, what's so terrible about this is, in fact, Hong Kong universities are pretty good, in my opinion. They are. They are. Uh, but, you know, there's this idea that somehow they're inadequate because they're in Hong Kong. Do you think so? I'm talking about schools. But if you well, think it's, it's, it's universities... Both. It's both. It's both. That's the, that's the terrible thing here. They've got great ratings, the unis. Yes. Uh, anyway, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm beyond despair at the idea that so much money is going to be just fluttered out the window on the 25th of May, to make a few cheap political points, to to try and bribe people. Um, there'll be certain kinds of rate relief, certain kinds of one-off. Everything is one-off. You know, where's the strategy? Mm. Where is somebody sitting down and saying, you, you know, in, in, in the famous words of Bertrand Russell when he was 90-something, he says, you know, we've really got to think about the next 20 years. Just how bad do you think the situation... The elderly keep being used as an example. The elderly and the people who can't afford to put dinner on the table, etc. Seriously, how bad do you think this problem is here? Exceedingly bad. Radio 3, still in with Steve Vines. I know you want to go on to some other stuff, but just to chuck in here, uh, Scott wrote to me this morning and he sent an article on Gallup.com about uh, a big lie on American statistics that they just chuck out. And of course he said, I wonder how many of our government stats are the big lie. We oh, none. None. I, 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 fortunately, I'm here to, to say that now. Act now. Act now. No, none of them. They're all entirely accurate. And, um, oh, God, there's a pig flying across the <laughs> studio. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, talking about statistics, um, I'd like to, um, uh, uh, as us pompous people say, I'd like to refer you. Now, I'd like to mention a very excellent article by uh, Mark O'Neill on the um, EJ on the Pulse website. This is the Hong Kong Economic Journal's English uh, language website, uh, talking about one of my very favourite subjects. Which We're is on the, the road to, to nowhere. nowhere. Yeah, it's the bridge to nowhere, though. This is the... This is the uh, get this figure. Go on, then. Because it's such a big figure that it's very hard to get your head around it. This is the $130 billion, billion. bridge that yep. is being built from Hong Kong to Macau to Zhuhai and uh, we the Hong Kong taxpayers are being rewarded in this project because we're allowed to pay of the 130 billion we're allowed to pay 83 billion dollars so lucky old us eh it's a bargain and what he points out is is kind of what we all knew but it's nice to see the figures all down there in black and white in fact, on my clever screen, you can turn it into blue and white. Did you know that? Blue? Te technology? Don't you mean yellow and white? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, ooh, no, no, no. Yellow's banned nowadays in Hong Kong. Um, uh, the, uh, he points out a number of things. One is the number of vehicles that actually have a licence, the total number of vehicles that have a licence that would enable them to use the bridge, I mean, regardless of whether they were going to use it or not, yeah. is 45,000. 
And according to the government's own projections, and this comes from the Transport Secretary, Anthony Chung, who was asked a question in LegCo, um, thanks, Tone, thanks for pointing this out, just have a guess, listeners, how many vehicles they think will be crossing that bridge in the first year? Is it a million? Is it 100,000? Or is it the figure that he gave, 15,000? 350. I don't know where the 350 comes from. I was, I, I was going to say, I don't know where you get that from. So let's go but back to Scott's about, thing that's about stats. A, that's about the equivalent of the number of figures that use the cross harbour tunnels. It's rush hour in, in one China. Yeah, or rush hour in, well, maybe not. But anyway, it's such a piddling little sum. And, and apparently it's going to rise exponentially by 2020 to. T- Again, it's a funny old figure. 27,400 per year. Gosh. Gosh, that's, 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 oh gosh, that's almost as many people as use the, um, um, entire, entire uh, day's worth of the Cross Harbour Tunnel. It pretty much is these days. Now, remind us, it's from where to where? So it goes from Hong Kong to Macau and then on to Zhuhai. Hong Kong to where? Which bit of Hong Kong? Who are we chucking out of their houses? Uh, We'll be chucking out people on the... I've always got to get this right because I always get confused. Northeastern New Territories? Well, no, no. It will start, I think, actually, it comes all the way down to um, East Kowloon, if I'm not mistaken. All right. The road entry, the entry point will be down there. Right. So... um, but, I mean, if the entry point was on Mars, it wouldn't, frankly, generate that much less traffic so than it's going to generate. So, but the point is, this is a classic example. You know, they talk about responsible government. They talk about the sparsity uh, and the scarcity of, 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 of government funds. And they say, oh, but, you know, we've got $130 billion to pay on this. And it's going to be a fantastic project. And it's going to have a big bridge. And it's going to have lights. And it's going to have a fantastic opening ceremony. And uh, no one's going to use it. But really, that's not the point. Try and focus on the big picture, not who's going to use it, what purpose it is. The big idea is that we're going to build it. What about policing this kind of thing? Because parallel trading and smuggling, etc., is going to go through the roof. No question. Well, I, that's an interesting point that I hadn't even thought of. But ah. I don't think it is going to go through the roof because so few people will be using the bridge. <coughs> Maybe it would just be reserved for parallel imports. I don't know. But, I mean, it's um, there. There's a conduit. Hello, here's a... <coughs> Well, there will, of course, be... They'll they'll still have to have the immigration and customs points in place. Yeah, but it's... I I don't know. You know. Um, They still have them, you know. And, and, uh, uh, you know, I mean, what what really annoys me about this is is that, that even to this day, people aren't thinking through what these infrastructure projects are for. You know, this is a government that says it can't afford to build public housing because it's too expensive. But somehow it has in its back pocket $83 billion, $83 billion, (laughs) in case anyone has just (laughs) missed that number in the course of the last two minutes, to build the bridge to nowhere. Uh, I mean, I ask you. I ask you. I ask you. It's amazing, isn't it? It is staggering. I mean, I'd I'd always thought the figures were small. I just had not realised. Even me, who's kind of... Right up there. Yeah, kind of been concerned about it, didn't realise they were so pathetically small. Well, what are the other things that you hadn't thought of? Let's think about it. I mean, this is a really long bridge. When I talk about policing, I'm talking about in in the whole expanse of the whole thing, tolls, blah de blah de blah What about other things? I mean, how much much more um, (coughs) openness to various kinds of 
of bugs and things like that. I mean, flu. How many? What is it? 111 people? That, well, I, don't no, I, I don't know if it's. Yeah, I mean, but that, these that, are all considerations. in during the all considerations. By, by ferries, but I mean, the point is that that. Um, on which side yeah, of the road? On which side of the road? But you know, but the point is, this is just one in a line of completely useless projects. <laughs> Next up, of course, is is the other enormous white elephant that they're building. But actually, funnily enough, in the same part of town, which is the new cultural hub, as if we needed a cultural hub. It's I not, mean, mm, I like to see money spent on the arts. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I've never ever understood. Except unless you're a bureaucrat, why well, you all want it? You want it put in the same place, and I'd far prefer a higher percentage of that money actually be used for what I believe is called the software, rather than the buildings. I mean, is Hong Kong tragically short of art galleries, concert venues, and what have you? Actually, there is some shortage, but it won't be addressed by this. This is just a nonsense. So, you know... Where, where, you know, let's get one of these sort of human psychology things going. Somebody must have a theory somewhere. You know, the thing about thousands of monkeys and and people grouping... It's bureaucrats. There's a notion that whenever something is going to be good and funky and new, it has to be all plonked in one place. (coughs) But why? Uh, Exactly. but why? (laughs) I don't know. I know. I mean, mean, you know, it's only bureaucrats that really love this idea of centralising everything. What is wrong with having a world-class concert auditorium in the middle of central another one in chim sa choi another one in kun tong what is wrong with that well i don't understand how do they think these things work do you think an orchestra when it arrives in hong kong says well it's only practical for us to go to the hub we can't go to another concert hall it doesn't work like that they go to wherever the venue is and they set up their kit and they may apparently they do rehearsals i'll tell you what this is good for I was talking to Roger Garcia, who's the boss of the, um, the, the film festival yesterday. Yeah. And when it comes to things like that, he was interesting. He said people, they, when there's a full-on festival of something and it's really good, you do like to go from one and be able to walk to the next. That's and tr- that, that's quite cool. That's true. But that's, that's within a relatively limited um, arena. You know, a film festival yeah. is... <coughs> is, is um, <coughs> excuse me. Is indeed. It is nice to have this critical mass of films that you can see. I understand. But that's that. not the reason that that's this is not the reason. <laughs> <coughs> and if you're, I'm really, you're excuse right. me for coughing and spluttering. It's all the excitement, here. isn't it? It's the excitement. He but if you want to go to a film festival, you don't necessarily want to go and see the Jade exhibition next door. No. Or the painting exhibition three doors down. True. I mean, you just don't. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Mm. Well, this is, I mean, we, we've got, we've got, we've got this far. Um, without without mentioning West Kowloon, I don't really know what the latest is there. Well, who does? Um, I mean, I know that they're busy um, acquiring materials and, and what have massive build. Have you and, been down there? It's yeah, I mean, fantastic. Good, good luck to them. And you know, I'm I'm very happy that Hong Kong's going to have all these things. But I still ask the question: Why does it all have to be in one place? Why does so much money have to be spent on the infrastructure relative to the money that's being spent on the actual content? And, and, you know, if you think of a tiny, tiny proportion of that money could be devoted to the educational sector to encourage kids to paint more, to sing more, to dance more, etc. All Boy, good. wouldn't that be something? It really would. Right, next. Well, next is um, this thing that Johannes Chan is talking about, the former dean of the law school at the um, Chinese... Uh, sorry, the Hong Kong University. He's now the subject of this enormous 
campaign in the communist press we're not supposed to call it the communist press we call it the pro-government press um to stop him becoming um i think it's the vice chancellor uh, of hong kong you now the uh, and this what, is what, what he said this is sorry what, what are you scared of yeah what are you scared of what i mean they they don't like him of course because he's a democrat i mean that's that's not um, what's it around the bush on this one but I mean the fact of the matter is he says this is like red guard behaviour from the cultural revolution is that you resolutely denounce so and so for being an anti th- th- that phrase which I always love anti-person monster oh I like that yeah I like anti-person monster and, and you know deviating from the party line he is he freely admits guilty of APM. deviating yeah. from the party line and he, he doesn't say you know oh I'm not a democrat I'm, he says look I have my views. <coughs> he also has an extremely strong track record as head of the law faculty. Mm-hmm. The fact that the law faculty um, in, in one survey doesn't show up as well as the Chinese use law faculty, well, so be it. In other surveys, it does well. Most people that I know of who have graduated from the Hong Kong uh, University Law Faculty have turned out to be pretty good operators in the legal profession. So... That's all nonsense. What isn't nonsense is the fact that that now, and this is increasing the case, it's being highlighted in the case of Johannes Chan, is that all appointments, all appointments, whether it's to an academic body, to an environment body, to, you know, head of the nose pickers holding hands to unite, I may have made that up, um, have to be of politically sound credentials. But what's the fear? Where's the fear? Why are they scared? I mean, it's just... Well, I'll give you two words. Communist Party. This is how the Communist Party operates. It will only consider having on any any kind of consultative body or or official body people who are politically sound. Mm. So the idea that you have on an advisory body different voices, ah, that's for the fairies. We're not going to bother with any of that anymore. The idea that in an academic institution, which is supposed to be a place where there's a ferment of ideas, and they can't possibly be all the same, otherwise there ain't no ferment, um, that that you would allow someone with a view other than that of the government (coughs) to have a senior position, that's all going out the window. I mean, this is an insidious trend. It's it's highlighted by the Johannes Chan case, but it, it isn't by any means restricted to that. You notice on these new shafts of appointments to bodies how people who are even vaguely critical are being sidelined. Go away, we don't want to hear you. We've already made our minds up. These consultative bodies aren't there to discuss things. They're there to reaffirm decisions already made. This is is quite poisonous. Well, at least we're in the middle of 50 years, quote, no change, unquote. Yes, except for um, uh, let's, let's change everything that isn't being changed, yes. (laughs) 